Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles, and it's a lovely day here in Washington, D.C. We're reading Lesson 164. Now we are one with him who is our source. What time but now can truth be recognized? The present is the only time there is. And so today, this instant now, we come to look upon what is forever there, not in our sight, but in the eyes of Christ. He looks past time and sees eternity as represented there. He hears the sounds the senseless, busy world engenders, yet he hears them faintly. For beyond them all, he hears the song of heaven and the voice for God more clear, more meaningful, more near. The world fades easily away before his sight. Its sounds grow dim. A melody from far beyond the world increasingly is more and more distinct, an ancient call to which he gives an ancient answer. You will recognize them both, for they are but your answer to your Father's call to you. Christ answers for you, echoing yourself, higher self, using your voice to give his glad consent, accepting your deliverance for you. How holy is your practicing today as Christ gives you his sight and hears for you and answers in your name the call he hears. How quiet is the time you give to spend with him beyond the world. How easily are all your seeming sins forgot and all your sorrows unremembered. On this day is grief laid by for sights and sounds that come from nearer than the world are clear to you. Who will today accept the gifts he gives? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Like the whole time you're reading that, I'm a bit irritated that outside there's this truck running its motor and we're kind of in a city where there's a lot of noise sometimes and this is telling us the very opposite of that, you know, is that Christ is here to give us his vision and his ears and his love for some state of mind that's beyond the world, mm. basically, right? Right. There is a silence into which the world cannot intrude. There is an ancient peace you carry in your heart and have not lost. There is a sense of holiness in you the thought of sin has never touched. And all this today you will remember. Faithfulness in practicing today will bring rewards so great and so completely different from all the things you sought before that you will know that you hear your treasure is and here you rest. Yeah, so that's the state of affairs, you know, we're asked to do the Course in Miracles amidst a world we made up and that world we make made up uh, may not always have the perfect conditions, you know, like Christ's vision is needed in a world that is chaotic. Isn't the purpose of the world just to show us our mind? Well, yeah, but the mind we've used is the ego's mind, and it's 
created a world of fear mm-hmm. and disorder and problems and conflicts and, and that's tumultuousness. So, that's so that you can see your ego manifesting, right? So that the world is a manifestation of your thoughts. So whatever is, the re- like results are your guru, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, the forgiven world is our job to do, and we need Christ's vision to do it. But all I'm saying is we can't be deterred by the chaos that's out there. Mm. You know, like, we have to use Christ's vision in the midst of this world we made up that's a mistake. Mm. You know, so Christ vision is needed in the mistake it's, it's like I often say well the Course in Miracles came to undo the hell that we're in so you don't need a Course in Miracles in heaven you need a Course in Miracles when you're stuck in hell yeah. you know so These, all these miracles are lessons in the Course in Miracles, like today's, now are we one with Him who is our source. Well, if we really got that, we would have no conflict in our life. We would not be affected by the external uh, situation. We would be in a state of total peace and What's that last line? You will know that here your treasure is and here your rest. So we'd be in a state of rest. I rest in God. Now are we one with him who is our source? Well, that's the state of heaven on earth. Mm. You know, so who's in heaven on earth? Are, are we in heaven on earth? Have we manifested our heaven on earth? Because if, if we had realized this thought, now am I one with him who is our source, the result of that realization would be heaven on earth. Mm. Right. This is the day when vain imaginings part like a curtain to reveal what lies beyond them. Now is what is really there made visible, while all the shadows which appear to hide it merely sink away. Now is the balance righted and the scale of judgment left to him who judges true. And in his judgment will a world unfold in perfect innocence before your eyes. Now will you see it with the eyes of Christ. Now is its transformation clear to you Brother, this day is sacred to the world. Your vision, given you from far beyond all things within the world, looks back on them in a new light. And what you see becomes the healing and the salvation of the world. The valuable and the valueless are both perceived and recognized for what they are. And what is worthy of your love receives your love, while nothing to be feared remains. So then you're going to see only love and holiness if you give your vision to Christ? Well, 
the salvation of the world. So what, what prevents us from giving our vision to Christ? You know, it, it's like often the Course will say, do this or do only this. And so we've been given a direction and then our life stays the same. We don't transform, we don't ascend, we stay stuck. So what what is the block to really accepting Christ's vision? Or what is the block when it says, now are we one with him who is our source? So what is that that keeps us from melding with our source, unifying with our source? The belief that we're separate, I guess, right? Yeah, and that belief is reinforced by all kinds of other activities, you know, that we do that keep us separate. You know, like we get angry, we get fearful, we get disappointed, we get in the doldrums, we get thinking like, oh, what do I do next? Uh, oh, gee, I don't want to be here. You know, all those thoughts keep us from our source. So until we're willing to have a new mind and give up a lot of those bad habits of our mind, we're going to be blocking this self-realization, you know. It's, it's a realization of your Christ mind to say, now am I one with him who is our source. Like, if that's true for you, then you're using Christ's mind, Christ's vision, Christ's uh, action in your life. Wouldn't you say? Right. So, so we have to really seriously um, relinquish these bad habits of our mind and even change our whole vibration of how we live in the world, it seems to me. Mm. We will not judge today. We will receive but what is given us from judgment made beyond the world. Our practicing today becomes our gift of thankfulness for our release from blindness and from misery. All that we see will but increase our joy because its holiness reflects our own. We stand forgiven in the sight of Christ with all the world forgiven in our own. We bless the world and we behold it in the light in which our Savior looks on us and offer it the freedom given us through his forgiving vision, not our own. So, yeah, we are going beyond misery and we're thankful that we're released from misery and our joy is increasing because Christ's vision is holy and we're we're forgiven. Everybody's forgiven. Yeah, I think the forgiveness is a key element. We stand forgiven in the sight of Christ with all the world forgiven in in our own. Because, I mean, we all have memories of stuff that we did wrong or would have done differently or, you know, we hold some guilt about it or regret. So this forgiveness part 
you know, it's like you you get to the point where you have to say, well, I don't really understand the world I made up, and I'm willing to let it go. So forgiveness really isn't um, a learning or a doing or adding to. It's it's basically a letting go and a a subtraction process, an undoing process. So. So this this is really necessary in this lesson. Now are we one with him who is our source? Well, that realization comes when you see everything else you made up is not the source and you let it go, right? Mm -hmm. so, so, and that includes your past. That includes your whole past, good or bad. You know, like to be in the present, you have to be free of the past and not projecting fear of the future. So, this being in the present, it's like an emptiness. You're saying, I'm not going to bring the past into this moment. This moment now is unlike any other in my whole life. And I'm not going to use memory, I'm not going to use the past, I'm not going to use thoughts of someone as a reference point. Mm. And then we're closer to the present. And this must well, be true because I noticed that the truck moved away and the noise isn't going on outside. <laughs> Here it says, uh, open the curtain and you're practicing by merely letting go of all things you think you want. Okay, well that's basically what I just said. Yeah. You have to let go. It's And also this relationship to the unknown, I think over and over we come to it. And then I say, well, the unknown is benevolent to your happiness. You know, like oftentimes we think the unknown is something unpredictable. Um, it's going to be a catastrophe in the future because we don't know all the whatever, whatever. So we have this fear of the unknown. And I think we have to get into a glad expectancy that when we get to this place of emptiness, we're also in this place of the unknown and that the unknown is on our side mm -hmm. and that's the seedbed of miracles you know new possibilities happen in the unknown new possibilities do not happen with the known oh yeah I understand because the known is just a re repeat of something that happened before that's what makes it known you know, if I practice how to hit a golf ball really well, I mean, I can hit it well to the degree that I'm doing it the same way I did before that worked. So it's the known. It's like I know how to do it. I repeat the same thing and perfect it, and then I rely on the known. Now, there's a place for the known in our life, and I'm not putting it down. I mean, you have to know 
the English language to be able to talk. So we're using words that we've used over and over again in the past and hopefully we're using them in a better way. But what is unknown is what are we going to use the words for? What are we going to say? So the Course in Miracles came out of the unknown. Mm-hmm. No one had ever said these things before. So when Christ started speaking to Dr. Shukman, that was an unprecedented event. You know, that, that had never happened before like that. That a whole scripture was dictated to a person mm-hmm. from a being that was uh, ascended and didn't even need to um, incarnate into a body you know so that that was from the unknown that was not from something we'd seen before so in this unknown is the catalyst for this now are we one with him who is our source okay well we're in the unknown with this uh, with this wonderful connection to our source expecting something beautiful to grow out of that open the curtain and you're practicing by merely letting go of all the things you think you want your trifling treasures put away and leave a clean and open space within your mind where Christ can come and offer you the treasure of salvation He has need of your most holy mind to save the world. It is not this purpose. Is not this purpose worthy to be yours? Is not Christ's vision worthy to be sought above the world's unsatisfying goals? Let not today slip by without the gifts it holds for you, receiving your consent and your acceptance. We can change the world if you acknowledge them. If we acknowledge them, the gifts, yeah. You may not see the value your acceptance gives the world, but this you surely want, and you can exchange all suffering for joy this very day. Practice in earnest, and the gift is yours. Would God deceive you? Can his promise fail? Can you withhold so little when his hand holds out complete salvation to his son? So, if we are letting go of the things we think we want in the external world and opening up to salvation. That's the answer, right? Yeah. What we want is salvation, not external things. Well, you know the... um, Right? Yeah. The Christ vision has certain attributes. You know, and I think they're not described any better than this section in the teacher's manual that says what are the characteristics of God's teachers, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a chapter in the teacher's manual, and then it lists ten attributes. Um, you know, trust, faithfulness, gentleness, joyfulness, uh, generosity, honesty, you know, those are the attributes of the Christ mind, basically. 
Yeah, trust, tolerance, gentleness, joy, defenselessness, generosity, patience, faithfulness, and open-mindedness. Yeah, so if you just read those ten attributes, you'd be very close to the, the Christ mind because the Christ mind is in the present with these attributes, mm. you know? And now are we one with him who is our source? Well, what we're saying is now we are the Christ. I mean, not, not in the sense that we're claiming that we're Jesus, but... Um, we're claiming to have those attributes that the Christ has, and then we're bringing those into application, you know, and that is not an external uh, goal, that's an internal realization. You know, when you realize you have faith, that's an internal thing. It doesn't rely on the external to give you faith. In fact, that's what faith is. You're, you're trusting in divine forces, even though you can't see, smell, hear the, the, um, the proof um, that they're there. So it's something we have to give attention to, just like every other lesson in the Course. I think we should review these tomorrow. Um, yeah. The characteristics, characteristics of God's, of God's teachers. teachers. Yeah, I think it's important. Review that tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll we'll do that tomorrow. But today, I think let's let's make it our goal to apply the lesson. Now are we one who with him who is our source, let's all just admit we're ascending to our Christ self. Why would we be doing the Course in Miracles and giving so much attention to it if we weren't ascending to our Christ self? You know, we stand together, Christ and I, in peace and certainty of purpose. In him is his creator as he is in me. So are we standing together with our Christ self? That's the only question we have as students of A Course in mm -hmm. Miracles. So I think this is good that we're talking about it and it focuses our attention on the whole purpose of reading The Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. And this lesson does it. I mean... It makes it so clear. I mean, either you're one with him who is your source, or you're, you're not aware of that oneness. You either are aware of the oneness, or you're not aware of the oneness. There's no in-between. And if you're sort of uncertain, then that means you're not aware of your oneness. Because you'd be in a state of, of pure joy in, in the oneness. So if you're walking around complaining and depressed and wanting it to be different and all kinds of other stuff, 
then you're missing the point. So, I don't know, I think, as usual, the Course in Miracles gives us the miracle which undoes and sets us right on the right relationship with our Creator. Got anything to say in this? Well, I was thinking the last two days I kind of flunked because I got affected by this negative phone call we had. And I was trying to figure out how I could have not been affected by that. And maybe it's because I had a judgment that it was negative. <laughs> maybe I, I, this phone call we got, you know, threw me off. And um, I, I think that I had this judgment that that was the wrong thing for him to say and all this. Well, I mean, I think we all have to be willing to have boundaries in our life. Mm-hmm. And know it's like we have this saying I can say no and not lose your love or I can say no and you don't lose my love so sometimes you have to say no right but I I agree with that but how could I have not let that affect me so much well okay but I think part of you felt guilty because you said no we said no this person asked for money and we said no and maybe part of us didn't even want to have the conversation. And then we got a bit uh, thrown off. So I, I don't know. I think we can say no in situations where that's our inner guidance and we're innocent for that. Yeah. And I think that that's all we need to know about that kind of a situation. When somebody asks us for something and it doesn't feel right for us to give it and we say no, we're innocent for saying no. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean we're not with our source. Maybe yeah. our source tells us to say no. Right. And maybe, you know, we were uh, watching a Joel Osteen sermon and he was saying, well, he had this friend who kept taking advantage of him. And uh, at some point he had to say, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do this thing for you you keep asking me to do because you're taking advantage. And, and he, had to, he had to stand up for himself. And he had to tell the person, you know, you've made bad choices and I'm not responsible for your bad choices. Mm. And you keep making the same bad choices. So I'm not going to contribute to that pattern. And he said no. And And he drew a line and he made a boundary. So it doesn't mean you're not in Christ's vision. No, and it doesn't mean you're not compassionate for that person. They're yeah. they're in a in a pattern. They're in a mess, mm-hmm. and but but you going along with their mess does not get them out of the mess. Mm. So I think we all have to have discrimination when it comes to a real life situation that's a challenge, and we have to be able to say no. And still be one with him who is our source. Okay. 
Jesus doesn't say yes to everything. You know, when he saw the people selling stuff at the temple and making money and not not being uh, reverent to that space, he corrected it. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to be given those challenges. So I don't know, I just want to get back to the vibration of this lesson. Right. Now, okay. are we one with him who is our source? And as long as we stay in that divine connection, we're going to be given the guidance of what to say. And then if we're in the divine connection and we have to say no to someone, that is from the divine connection. Okay. And they need to hear that no. Okay. And we're innocent for delivering that no. So that's all. That's it. Thank you. All right. Thank you.